This is the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode 29. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to remind you of something I shared last week, which is send in your questions regarding your career or your business. Like I shared last week, I'm going to be adding an Ask the Coach bonus episode on the last Wednesday of this month, and that's Wednesday, July 29th. So if you've got a problem or if you're stuck in some way, or there's anything that you want to ask, send your question to Carla at thepurposefulcareer.com, or you can DM me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm going to pick a few of the questions that are submitted. Remember, it's going to be completely anonymous, so I'm only going to use your first name. And I think it's going to be a really interesting addition to the podcast. So we're just going to try it out in July. If you guys like it, if a lot of you listen to the episode and say that it's helping you, we'll keep doing it. All right. So let's get into today's episode. Now, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that my business is about helping people build a career, a side hustle or business of their own that they love. And, you know, while I share strategies and and approaches that are more broad, some of them are how to in nature, most of what I do is mindset based, because that's what holds us all back in some way. And I go really deep in one area, which I know holds most of us back. And that is overcoming self doubt and building strong confidence. Now, the reason I focus on this is because self-doubt is an issue that affects most of us at some point in our lives. In fact, about 85% of us contend with it in some way, in some part of our life. And for some of us, it is just occasional. You know, like maybe when we experience a big change, like a new position, or we get a promotion or whatever. But for some of us, and I would say many of us, Self-doubt can become our constant wingman. I think a lot of career is approached in plateaus, right? So you'll have this burst and you get to the next level. And at first it feels super uncomfortable. Maybe you have more self-doubt than usual. And once you get really good at it or you master that thing, you kind of settle in and your inner critic goes silent a little bit. But as soon as you get promoted or as soon as you try for that new next level thing, it flares up again. So I think for most of us, self-doubt is something that sort of goes in and out of our life in flare-ups. And it seems like there's nothing you can do about it. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But the truth is we have to try to tackle it. And the reason why is that if the self-doubt goes unaddressed, it can move from if for you, it's an isolated thing, and it can start to pervade every part of your life. And that is because the inner critic, which is responsible for the self doubt is inside our head, 
So it's like that horror movie (laughs) that you love so much in junior high. You know, the phone calls coming from inside the house. So the things that it whispers to us in our mind feel true. If you want to know a little bit more about this or ways that you could actually, you know, address your inner critic, check out episode six, which is about soothing your inner critic. And when you listen to that episode, you're going to learn that silencing, banishing, you know, trying to tame it isn't really possible. In fact, I think it's best to try to understand it, to empathize with your inner critic, to make friends with it and just soothe it a bit. So it calms down because really, once you understand what's behind the inner critic's desire, why it's whispering all these things to you that keep you held back from what you really want, it's just trying to keep you safe. And by the way, you can't banish it for good. And the reason why is really based on neuroscience. Those established pathways of self-doubt that are unique to you are neural pathways that are already established. And if you want to know more about how neural pathways work from a layman's perspective, I've done my research, but I'm certainly not a neuroscientist. I'm a brand marketer. Go to episode 25 on thought pathways. That's going to help you understand how and why recurring patterns of thought happen and become what neuroscientists call them neural pathways. In this case, it's about your self-doubt. And once those thought pathways are established, they're there in your brain, like a, a regular pathway that your brain is used to following. And when you don't learn how to pivot out of that neural pathway and proactively build a new and different one, those patterns of thought that maybe don't support you get stronger and stronger through repetitive use. So that's why we say you've got to kind of learn how to tackle your self-doubt. And if you don't, think of it as like a, a highway that your brain's used to following. It'll just get wider and wider and wider and wider, and it'll take up more lanes of traffic, so to speak, in your brain if you don't address it. So that's kind of my layman's way of trying to convince you that you don't have to succumb to those established patterns of thought. You can learn how to doubt your self-doubt. And that is what this episode is all about. So let's dive in. Like I said, most of us do contend with our inner critic at times. It's normal. It's part of the human experience. And it's usually when we're trying something new or going for something next level Or we're in a situation where we're thrust in the forefront in some way, like maybe a big speaking opportunity or a big meeting where we have a chance to share our ideas or something. This is when self-doubt kicks in. And it's because we are in an opportunity where we feel a bit more exposed, a bit less comfortable. Maybe we haven't tried it before, or maybe, you know, we just have some of our fears flaring up and we find ourselves wondering things like, What if I mess up? What if people think my idea is dumb? What if I'm wrong? Or who am I to do X, Y, Z? That's my personal favorite. (laughs) And as you know, if you're asking yourself these questions, it's because your inner critic has started its monologue inside your head, trying to hold you back, trying to keep you safe. And it's saying things to you like, you're not smart enough. 
You're not talented enough. You're not good enough. So then what do you do? Well, you start to ask yourself those questions we just talked about. What if I'm wrong? What if they think I'm dumb? Whatever. And so what do you do as a result? You stay silent. You don't try the new thing. You don't speak up at the meeting. You don't disagree with the opinions of others. You don't apply for the new job. You don't start the new business or whatever is coming up for you. And then what happens? Well, that's why we get stuck. We stay right where we are doing something we may not even want to be doing anymore. We play small. We do what we've always done. So we on one level feel safe, but we actually never discover what we could be capable of because we don't allow ourselves to go for it. Far too many of us sell ourselves short because we've convinced ourselves that we don't have what it takes to succeed. My view is that self-doubt is the killer of dreams because it keeps you from ever attempting them. And if you let your inner critic stay in charge, that self-doubt is going to become the executioner of your belief. You're going to move from fear that you might fail into a deep-seated belief that you aren't even capable. And there's literally nothing worse than that. But we can learn how to doubt the self-doubt. And for this, I love this quote that's been attributed to Vincent Van Gogh. And he said, if you hear a voice within you say, you cannot paint, then by all means paint, and that voice will be silenced. I think that's really profound. Sounds like one of the greatest artists of all time, the creator of numerous masterpieces, did more than a few dances with his own inner critic. And if we were just evaluating his capabilities in terms of selling paintings or the money he likely earned from painting in his lifetime, he probably would have stopped or never even painted. He only sold one painting in his lifetime. But by overcoming his inner critic as it related to painting in just one decade of his life, he produced more than 2,100 works of art including some of the greatest masterpieces of all time. And yet, sounds like he had an inner critic whispering in his ear all the time, telling him he could not paint. So one more time with his quote, because I love it so much. If you hear a voice within you say, you cannot paint, or whatever it is you want to do, then by all means, paint or do whatever it is you want to do and that voice will be silenced. I think that is (laughs) the most amazing words of wisdom. So my point is this, we all have something that we're here to do. We all have our own unique strengths, our own unique gifts. And I can promise you that your purpose on this earth does not include hiding those gifts, playing small, or not pursuing the things that your heart is calling for you to go do. Whether it's something as simple as speaking up or expressing your ideas or something as huge as starting your own business, whatever it is that's calling to you, you can be sure that right behind that big dream is the voice of your inner critic. And it's going to tell you, you can't do it or that you're going to look stupid or that you don't have what it takes. You don't have to listen. So how do you learn to doubt 
the voice of self-doubt? Well, it starts by asking yourself a different set of questions. And when that inner critic starts to say things like, what if you're wrong? You can choose to disregard that and instead immediately ask yourself a different question, which is the complete opposite. What if I'm right? When it tells you you don't have the right answer, you might say, what if I'm right? What if my idea is just as valuable as that other person's? What if it's okay that I try that new thing and I don't get it perfect on the first try or the 10th? When you start to question the accuracy of that voice inside your head, instead of instantly believing it, it completely weakens its power over you. Because the truth of the matter is that voice of self-doubt and your inner critic isn't true. It just feels true because like I shared in episode six on soothing your inner critic, that enemy that's whispering all those things to you is inside the house. It's in your head. It's not something someone else is saying to you. You're saying it to you. So because of that, we can make the mistake of believing that it knows something we don't, that what it's saying is actually true. And so we should just listen to it. And I'm here to tell you that voice inside your head is not true. It is part of your brain, the back part, what we call the primitive brain, which is located back by your brainstem. And that part of your brain has evolved over the millennia. Our ancestors from 2000 years ago, since the dawn of time, had this primitive brain, and it's designed to do one thing, and that is to keep you safe. That part of the brain kept your ans- our caveman ancestors inside the cave, instead of wandering around at dark, getting eaten by the lion, maybe. And while that part of the brain is useful occasionally, like convincing us it's a bad idea to walk down the dark alley alone, most of the time for modern man, it's actually not very helpful. Especially when, you know, we've got a new dream or it's something big that's calling to us. So as soon as the self-doubt flares inside, you can counteract it by asking yourself one question. That is enough to disrupt that established pattern of thought that's always telling you you can't do it. And it proactively shifts your brain into a new direction towards the place that you want to go. That's what it means to proactively develop a new thought pathway. And again, if you're interested in this, go back and listen to the entire thought series, which is episodes 23 to 26. That's going to give you a good idea about how your brain works and how it can work against you in your career if you don't learn how to proactively manage it. And in particular, episode 25 talks about thought pathways. So one question can take care of all of it. And that is, like I said earlier, when your brain serves up a question like, what if you're wrong? Ask yourself a completely different question. What if I'm right? That's going to immediately shift your energy and give you the possibilities-oriented focus in your emotions to actually put yourself out there. It's magic. A few of the things I want to bring up on self-doubt that I think are helpful to remember. Number one, you're not alone. 
There's nothing wrong with you. You're not flawed. You're not weaker than the rest. Almost everyone, more than 85% of us, have self-doubt occasionally. It's just that some of us have developed a more disciplined way of pushing past it or overcoming it. And you can develop this too if you follow that approach I just shared, which is about asking yourself the opposite question. Second is have compassion for your inner critic. I really don't like this silencing your inner critic, killing your inner critic, like all of that stuff. It's part of you. It's part of your brain and making it wrong, in my opinion, only energizes it. I think it's best to have compassion for it, to understand it, to know that it's just that part of your brain that is trying to keep you safe. It is doing its job. You just don't have to always listen to it. You can say, thank you very much for trying to keep me safe, but I'm going to do this anyway. Again, if you want to learn a little bit more about that one, check out episode six on soothing your inner critic. And then the last thing I wanted to share on self-doubt is you can learn to doubt the self-doubt. And when you feel it creeping in, you develop the discipline of asking yourself a question that is the exact opposite of what your brain or your inner critic is trying to convince you of. So it would be, what if the opposite is true? What if I am a good writer? What if I am a good speaker? What if my idea is the right answer? What if I am ready for the next level? What if I could learn to get great at that new thing? Or if someone has tried to convince you of something about yourself that you don't want to believe, you can ask yourself, what if that person was wrong? Bottom line, what I want you to know is you get to decide what you want to believe about yourself and what you're capable of and what your possibilities are. You can choose not to believe that voice inside your head. You can soothe it. You can try to understand it. You can empathize with it. You can even appreciate it for trying to keep you safe because that is its motive. But you do not have to listen to it. And you certainly do not have to listen to the voices of others, maybe a parent or a teacher or a boss who have been perhaps overly critical of you. It's possible they are 100% wrong. And in my view, it is not worth believing people who have said things to you that have in some way convinced you that you are not capable of doing new things. If something is calling to you, even if you've never done it before, even if it doesn't seem logical, I don't believe it's ever helpful to tell someone they can't do it. Maybe they were fearful for you. Maybe they wanted to try to keep you safe. It doesn't matter what their motives are. You don't have to listen to them. You can choose to listen to yourself. Now, just because we choose to believe in ourselves and our possibilities, just because we convince ourselves that we want to put ourselves out there and share our ideas or start the new business or take the big speaking engagement or go for the big promotion, it doesn't mean that life is going to become all sunshine and daisies. It doesn't work that way. We are human and we are having a human life experience. And that means it's going to be a mixed bag. There's going to be 50% good and 50% bad. You are not always going to get it right. 
sometimes you will speak up and your ideas will be discarded or maybe not as strong as someone else's at the meeting. That's okay. That's perfectly fine. Many times it's the putting together of different perspectives anyway, that mashup of ideas that makes the best end idea anyway. And even if your idea wasn't adopted, wouldn't you rather let your colleagues or customers or boss know that you're thinking, that you're trying, that you're contributing, that you're being thoughtful about it? I think someone who considers it and develops and shares is more important than always being right or supported or whatever. Sometimes you're going to make mistakes. That's okay. In fact, it's great in my view, because think of everything you've learned by trying. And sometimes you will doubt yourself, no matter how much you work on cultivating a new perspective of self-belief or self-confidence, even if you're working on it or aware of it or whatever, we're sometimes going to doubt ourselves and that's okay. You're human. We're all going to doubt ourselves sometimes. It's what we do next that matters. Will we quit? Will we shrink down? Will we stay silent? Will we not share our ideas? Will we just give up on our dreams? Or will we instead let ourselves consider the possibility that the opposite of the thing that we fear most might be true? When we think, what if I can't do it? There is no harm in asking yourself the exact opposite. What if I can? That is a much better way to live. Don't you think? Until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there.